Welcome back, everybody, to Thanks for Your Concern. You're here again with Berenice. And I'm Ella. And what a week it has been. <laughs> yeah, I know. We just we just connected and Ella was like, what is life? Uh, same. You want to go first? Let's do a quick chicken. Y'all, you know, it's really funny how like life serves you blessings and tears you down at the same time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So good news, people who want to who are in Seattle, you can come see me do comedy the second week of July at Club Comedy. I'm really excited that I booked five shows. That's incredible. Wow, so proud. But yeah. yeah, everybody so in good. Seattle get there. It's you my don't dad. Miss out. My dad turned 69. Holy shit. This weekend. Yeah, 69. And th- that freaks me out. You know, do you think he's out there 69ing on his 69? Jesus, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> That's disgusting to think about, but I hope he's getting some. I, I sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> At least one of us is. Um, <laughs> but you know, it, it's all good, it's all good in the hood. You know, I'm just, yeah, you, is it? yeah, is it? What's yeah, what's going on? Why aren't you getting any? Oh, God, I don't. Fuck it. We don't need to go into it. Um, (laughs) Maybe next week. Too much information. What's up with you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, mm, let's see. I have, like, two fun updates. Okay, one is I... I have like a 21-year-old friend. And this mm-hmm. is new for me because, as you know, I'm about to turn 26. So I haven't really been kicking it with 21-year-olds. But she's super cool. She uh, lives in New York, does fashion too. But uh, And we went to the same uh, university. She dropped out of that university, but one of her friends was in town. And we all hung out. And it's just crazy because I haven't thought of a sorority or fraternity mm. or college in years, right? Um, thank God. Except when we do exposés on the podcast. Uh, yeah. The, <laughs> you know, that feels like a safe space. This yeah. is just like rebringing some trauma. And she's in sorority and she was telling me about how this whole like like sorority had like a whole drug. They were they were selling drugs. Like, you know, you remember Sigma Kappa Cartel? Yeah, so she oh, was, yes. she was yeah, so she was telling me the version of events that I guess is watered down from like what actually happened because we we know this person. We went to school with this person. We do. And, and so if you look up Sigma Kappa Cartel, you'll see her unfortunately. Um I feel really bad that this has had to follow her, but she is a very nice person. Exactly. So the the funny thing about that is I was like, what are you talking are you talking about like I was like, are you talking about Sigma Kappa? And then she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they had a whole like drug ring in the shorty. And I was like, girl, here, let me let me just back up my girl real fucking quick because she's a wonderful human being. That is not what happened. There was no drug ring in the sorority. Okay. She was caught in she was a she got man. set up, man. She got set up and I and the whole situation was cuckoo bananas, okay? She's still with that with the guy that essentially could you imagine your boyfriend's little setting you up? I don't know if I would forgive my boyfriend for getting me into this situation. She this literally went to jail, situation. bro. She went to jail. She did time. She's she a fucking felon because of this dude, and yeah. It does suck. However, she is a white girl. She came out on top, okay? Yeah. So, you know, we wish her well, but I did have to clarify the situation. 
save her rep. I was like, that's not that's not what went down. Go tell your friends the real story. Um, second update. <laughs> that's fucking is, hilarious. Um, you know, I've been really on my healing journey, and I've been talking a lot. Like, if he doesn't act right, he's gotta go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then people be shocked when they gotta go. Like, I'm confused. You know, it's like we've been talking about this. I I don't understand why you can't grasp that. But I kind of like ended, and I wouldn't say in the best terms, a sort of situationship that was going on in my life and um i have to say they didn't take it well was my delivery of set situation the best no uh but the response was wow wild I never wild wild beyond <laughs> belief i i don't know if i'm toxic but i heard myself being like this dude's nuts <laughs> fucking bonkers bro and i was just like what's going on here and the thing is i do not like engage in any sort of confrontation through text messaging yeah because like i just it's not worth my time so i just kept responding with like i will not be talking about this through text like if you you know want to work on like our friendship or whatever like we can find a time like in the future (laughs) you know like when you're ready and this person was just really not fucking having it and they were telling me shit just like out of left fucking field like self-awareness none emotional intelligence zero negative nada and i was just like okay um i'm just gonna stop replying because this is actually making me really uncomfy and you know a few days has passed by and this person (laughs) has reached out to me as if nothing fucking happened right and i was just like um no sir you went full fucking squirrel monkey on me um (laughs) like (laughs) we're not cool like we're not friends at this point like i don't know what that was like i forgot you were low-key like not well um a little everywhere Mm. when it comes to like girl stuff i forgot like i shouldn't have gotten involved total regret there but yeah so i've been dealing with that situation and honestly he just keeps blowing up my phone and i'm like i will not be speaking to you about this over text messaging like i don't know how difficult that is to understand just set up a time we can talk in person you know what i mean schedule Um, it (laughs) i'll send you it in my calendar (laughs) like at least three weeks i need some some space Um, Yeah, but honestly, like, the thing about that is, is that I realize that when men start acting this certain way, I get scared. Like, they have my location. I want to unshare it. And it's nothing personal other than the fact that, like, I'm scared I'm going to get murdered by someone that can't handle their emotions. Okay? Suddenly. It's just what it is. Who hurt you? (laughs) (laughs) I've heard way too many stories about, like, their nice guy boyfriend who went all fucking psycho and then killed the bitch and i will not Mm -hmm. be that bitch okay so um i I guess i'm gonna have to go in little ghost mode i don't know well i hope you don't get murdered by this dude you were in a a situation ship with you're not he's not even your boyfriend Never was. You never know. You never yeah. know. It gave me scary vibes. That Straight is scary. I, I definitely know what you're talking about, though. That some dudes yeah. can get literally scary. You're like, oh my god, you're gonna fucking murder me, and it's like, hopefully and not. I'm like a small human being. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I feel like this is a real fear. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, y'all. Okay, well, <laughs> are you ready to get into the episode? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Y'all, 
this has been this has already been a ride. We're only we're a couple of minutes in, and I'm like, bro, what what do I talk about? I literally like sometimes we speak into the abyss, and I forget that people listen to this. Like a lot of people actually. You forget. I can't forget. Sometimes this dude I've seen recently was like, should I listen to this podcast episode? And I said, no, 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 no. <laughs> to listen to the podcast actually please don't listen to the podcast literally one time my boyfriend's sister asked do you listen to ella's podcast (laughs) and he was like no she's like okay This is my safe space. Literally. <laughs> and you know what's um, funny? The episode today is about cringy moments. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you guys the cringiest thing that I've ever done. And literally, I could never let my boyfriend hear what I'm going to... The story. So you guys get the inside scoop. I'm oh, cringe ready. and I'm free. Yes. So the theme I decided of my summer, aside from Short King Summer and everything else, is I am cringe and I am fucking free. All right. We are celebrating being cringe. I feel like cringe is like camp. Like it's so bad it's good. It's giving twilight. It's so bad it's funny. And I'm just like really embracing that energy. Don't don't talk about badly about Twilight, okay? <laughs> don't bring Twilight into this. I'm joking. <laughs> Tell me Twilight isn't camp though. Like I love know. Twilight. Yeah, it's great, but it's like ridiculous. <laughs> so yes. it's it's it gives cringe when you watch it, but then you're like, wow, this is a masterpiece. I sometimes say Robert Pattinson has a famous line, he goes, Hold on, spider monkey. <laughs> and I think of I really want to like manifest me marrying Robert Pattinson. I actually am doing a Robert Pattinson Twilight joke. I have two jokes about Robert Pattinson in my set right now. You got to go check it out, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, back on track. It's cringe, but we love it. Yes. It's camp. Camp. Full camp. All right. So like, honestly, I would say one of the cringiest moments for me, at least when I feel like I'm cringe and when I see others being cringe, is like when people are in love. Or like in the feels. People get real, real. They just want to show it. And it's beautiful. But it's also cringy. It's it's giving camp. Mostly when like it doesn't work out in the long run. Oh, God. This, person, this is my everything. You know, when girls refer to their boyfriends as kings. Yeah. I mean, you know what's funny? I've never posted about my boyfriend on social media. You don't post on social media I know. overall. I don't post on social media <laughs> overall, but I just refuse to like be that girl who's like, this is my everything. This is the love of my life. Da, 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 da. No. I'm guilty of this. I'm cringe and I'm fucking free, bro. I don't know. You just like get in the feels and you just like want to like show your affection whatever way that you usually show. You know, so I'm a very, I'm big on social media. So I'm like full cringe on social media. I don't let anything get past me on social media. I do like, I think I have taken a step back and been a little like more private with my shit, but you never know because it's, it's cringe girl summers. <laughs> Are you going to just like drop a relationship on uh, no. Insta? No, I'm not, not going to do that. Oh, the podcast okay. will know about it first, obviously. <laughs> yeah. You got to hard launch that relationship, you know? Ew, no. Officially um, win the breakup. <laughs> Oh my god. No. No. No, so the um, the cringiest thing I've ever done 
it's honestly that I'm like in a heterosexual like relationship with a white man. <laughs> like that's the cringiest thing. You're right. You know, like couldn't wrong. have been a person of color or like a female. Both would be preferable, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's not too late. <laughs> I know, I just, I feel like simping over a white man, which is literally what I do, because I'm, like, in love and obsessed with my boyfriend. I, like, simp it's over a white man. But it is, yeah. Yeah. On some I don't level. know if it's cringy. I think that might just be embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I actually was talking to my therapist, and my therapist, I was talking about how, like, I cringe myself out because I'm in love. You know, I cringe myself out on, yeah. like, some of the stuff we do. And she's like, you know, it's interesting that when other people do it, we're like, oh, my God, that's so cringy. But when we do it, we're like, oh, my God, we're so in love. Or the other way around, you know. I think mm, it's 50-50. I, I love a good cringe. And sometimes I'm jealous of it. I'm like, it's so cringy. I wish I was in love. But for me, I have this weird phenomenon that's like when I start catching feelings, it my reaction is a physical response of nausea and sickness. Like, I don't like it. Like, my whole body wants to <laughs> reject it. <laughs> Girl, you might need to work on that. <laughs> That's not normal. <laughs> no, literally, I was like, I should probably talk about this to the therapist. Why my literal physical response to being like liking somebody is my whole body wants to reject it, and I feel uncomfortable as fuck. Um, however, the internet. <laughs> Anybody else do deep dives on the internet about things they can't explain before seeing a therapist? The internet did say that sometimes, like, the feeling of attraction can lead to, like, nausea. I don't know why. It's a, mm. a natural phenomenon. So I'm just going to roll with that. Okay. I'm just going to be like, oh, I'm so into that person that it just I'm nauseated by how much I like them. <laughs> okay, if that's the story we want to tell ourselves, that's fine. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. I would say another time where people are also pretty cringy is when they're heartbroken. And I mm-hmm. would say that Twitter knows. Twitter knows that you've been hurt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny is that sometimes I'll get memories on Snapchat, you know, from oh. five years ago. And I was like, yeah. oh my God, I posted this on my story to make him jealous to think that I like didn't give a fuck and like I was having fun without him. And you're like, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> It's so embarrassing to see all the stuff that I have posted for somebody else to see, like on purpose, you know? And the thing about that is, is like, they're seeing your story like like everybody else's story. Like, they just have no life. They just sit there scrolling through people's stories. You know, you're like, you're nothing special. If anything, that just shows they they didn't mute you. You know, it's crazy because I would see someone, there's a certain person who would like respond to my stories, but would never respond to my fucking text messages. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, get your fucking dumb ass off of my Instagram stories and text me back. And literally, I was like, you can, you have to stop sending these fire emojis because you're literally <laughs> ignoring me. Then they would ghost you that said fire emoji. Literally. Literally. And I was like, um, do you remember how you didn't come to formal because you wanted to do acid with your buddies? Yeah, and you're no longer allowed to send me fire emojis. <laughs> it's giving cringe. It's giving camp. <laughs> it's giving toxic camp. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> 
Yo, gaslight these men. Don't text them back, but send them fire emojis. Oh my god, I'm gonna start doing that. <laughs> Just start problems. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Uh, I think the heartbroken ones are the best to look back on because you do some ridiculous ass shit. I personally am a fan of drunk tweeting. Now, oh yeah, <laughs> queen, yeah, the queen of drunk tweeting. But the thing that has saved me the most is that I can't fucking spell to save my life when I drink. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like it's cringy, but it's funny because you have no idea what I'm saying and my thoughts do not make sense. But it's still still giving cringe. Oh, good God. That that 3 a.m. tweet that makes no sense. Literally. Just like really, it's different. You know what I've been thinking? And then just goes into something <laughs> nonsensical. And it's like, I literally wake up on like Sunday morning. And I was like, okay, did Barity say drink last night? Because she's got a, like seven tweets that don't make any fucking sense. <laughs> triggered me in that uber you know oh, oh that's God. too good <laughs> honestly oh sometimes i think about all the uber drivers that have helped me through some emotional distress including the man do you remember the man in new york that i was like telling you about this whole fuckboy situation and he mm-hmm. goes block him and then this dude calls me and i'm like right. oh my god and he uber was driver try- he was he was trying to fucking crawl back but in only for a booty call okay so i was like uber driver see i'm not fucking crazy i'm gonna put this bitch on speaker so i put him on speaker and this man is literally like running in circles around bullshit right the uber driver is like laughing like literally just like amping me on ella is in the background because i you know i put it on speaker for all of us to chime into ella starts saying fuck you (laughs) you mean shit and i was like ella stop but like keep going um yeah i really think about all my uber drivers who have taken care of me in the past shout Um, out to the uber drivers shout out to you guys you've seen some of my cringiest moments uh, thank you for taking care of your girl. Another one. This goes with the heartbroken, but it's like when you start healing. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I'm a whole new person, man. I'm also guilty of this. Like, literally, the world the world knows what stages of my life I'm going to because I can't shut the fuck up. Um, so, like, my Instagram captions start being like, choose yourself. You know, like, <laughs> love yourself. I think what I did was like, you know, the pick me, choose me, love me, girl. I yes. did that, but I switched it up. I said... The only pick me, choose me energy you have to have is with yourself. Now, it's very true. You do only have to have that with yourself. But like, did I have to announce to the world that I have that I am now picking and choosing myself? Probably not. <laughs> hey, man, love to see it. Live your truth. You know, live your truth. It's funny because on social media, like I used to like be like super post all the time. Da, 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 da. And then I just like fucking stopped, you know, because I honestly was like, who am I doing this for? Really? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Telling other people what I'm doing. Like, I, you know, they know. Yeah, I, That's true. I would say maybe it's because I am obsessed with myself. <laughs> I do it for myself. I look back and look at pictures of myself. Like I'm not out here creeping on other people's social medias. I'm out here creeping on my own. You know, what's funny is that I literally, I got um, a 10 minute setback that was recorded for me professionally. 
And I was sitting in this apartment. I watched that like three times back to back to back and <laughs> laughed at myself. I was like, this is such a funny joke. What a great joke. <laughs> and then I literally felt a little crazy. And I was like, but these are good jokes. <laughs> That's probably the cringiest things I do is that I, I like just laugh at myself. I posted two TikToks today. That was kind of cringy. I, I love your TikToks. It feels cringy at first until you realize it isn't. TikTok's so fun. And honestly, like, there's an ish for everybody, and I think it's great. I think people are able to show their personalities and be relatable, and you can show how weird you are, and other people can show how weird they are. Sometimes, like, I think also part of being cringy is, like, not wanting to show people, like, you're weird, like, we quote-unquote weird, right? Because what's weird was usual. Mm-hmm. It's all blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, like, people, people, I guess, like, on TikTok literally geek out about whatever it is they like, and you find a whole fucking community of people that, that are geeking out about the same thing. Like, I make TikToks about sewing. <laughs> I mean... Did I see myself doing this? No, but here we are, and people are vibing. <laughs> literally, my biggest TikTok is me trying balsamic vinegar and sparkling water. I I, great. I literally almost didn't post it because I was like, this is so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and now it has like it has like forty thousand views and like two <laughs> like three thousand likes. It is me just <laughs> I am cringe and I am yeah, free. It's baby. like the cringiest TikTok, but it's my most popular. So it's like just release yourself from uh the fear of being cringy. Just just go with it. Yeah. Dive be deep. Be cringy is that you can be. Fuck it. Why not? Live your truth. Enjoy your moment. Live, love, love. Live, laugh, love. <laughs> live, love, love. I literally hate those signs because they were like in the sorority, you know? We would have like the live, laugh, so love. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, bro, I'm barely holding on in here. I don't know if we're live, laugh, loving. Yeah. <laughs> Tattoos can also be cringy. Tattoos can be Girl. very cringy. I have two. You have the cringiest tattoo. I do have the cringiest tattoo. Two of my tattoos are matching tattoos with someone I don't really speak with anymore. <laughs> my other tattoo is an under boob tattoo of a Marilyn Monroe quote. Let me tell you something. Marilyn never said that, okay? <laughs> and BuzzFeed said that the under boob tattoo is the official tramp stamp of the 2010s. <laughs> okay. Thought number one. Let's dissect this. <laughs> the one with the person that you don't have. <clears throat> I thought about this a lot because it's like, it's a bad omen to get like matching tattoos with a friend or a partner or whatever. I actually think those are beautiful because it just really represents a moment in your life where you were so into a relationship, a friendship, that you were willing to get something in your body forever. I think that's beautiful. Even if it doesn't work out, that's like a moment in your life where you felt that love, right? Love that. Mm-hmm. Also, who doesn't who doesn't love when like somebody gets their name tattooed on somebody? Wow, hot. You know what's funny is that um one of our matching tattoos is Dear Friends, which is an album of a Seattle hip hop artist named Saul that I used to be a little groupie for. So the fact that I have like Seattle hip hop tattooed on me and I was about that life is beautiful. Yeah. You know, there was a exactly. there was a point in time where I was running around on a Seattle Metro bus going to see Seattle hip hop concerts. You know, I don't want to date myself, yeah. but I was in it when Malcolm Moore was not even popped off yet, you know? Like I've met Malcolm yeah. Moore multiple times because I was just about that Seattle <laughs> hip hop life. Fun fact about me. So, yeah, the fact that I have a tattoo that kind of commemorates that 
is cool. Yeah. It's also cringy. Yeah. I mean, I for <laughs> me, the, the non-Merlin Monroe quote is cringier. But yeah, and it takes yeah. up all of my front. majority of your body. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do I do know that one. Yeah. Um and no one can I, read it too, which is the funnier part. Is everyone like stares and they're like, what does that say? And so no, it takes people a real long time to figure it out. Like I can't tell you how many times I'm at the beach and people are like beneath the makeup and behind the <laughs> smile i'm just a girl who wishes for the world because there was a time when i put on too much makeup i do remember that that face yeah i don't wear makeup anymore i wanted to be a famous makeup artist i wanted to be a makeup artist youtuber and the fact is actually if you go on youtube you can find some of my stuff we're gonna bring it back yeah oh my god that's great for this episode exactly we're bringing it all back baby don't give up in your dreams, Ella. <laughs> I won't. I'll be a famous <laughs> makeup influencer I, one day. I still want to be famous, just not a makeup artist. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, I do think that there's cringier tattoos, though. One of them would be anything to do with America. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, um, I think I lion tattoos. Lions. Is he a Leo? Probably. What else? I did, like, I was getting to know somebody and they had an America tattoo. And like a flag, and I was like, "So, um, just checking. How into America are you? <laughs> just <laughs> because, because the tattoo is a commitment, right? And like, right. even if one point in their life they were like really into America, like I just need to know where we stand with America at the moment. Cringe camp. I don't. You know, it's uh, <laughs> I just got a lot of stories about my tattoos. So I have a diamond tattoo, which was the sign for our sorority. And a lot of people would ask me, like, oh, my God, like, you're a ride or die. You got a freaking tattoo of your sorority. And I was like, nope, had this previous. (laughs) But now it's a sorority tattoo. Yeah, I do know cringy people that do. (laughs) You know, it's the cringiest tattoo of anyone I know. They have like a Washington State University logo on oh. both arms because oh. the first time they did it, the person it was put backwards. on the stencil and they looked yeah. in the mirror and they were like, oh, yeah, no, that looks good. <laughs> but then it got tattooed and it was fucking backwards. And so yeah. whatever genius logic, he just went back to the tattooer and he's like, hey, man, this is your fuck up, but I'll, I'll, I'll tattoo the other side correctly yeah cringy yeah, that's uh that is really cringy actually i do know somebody that recently posted on social media like oh it was supposed to be this but halfway through the tattoo i realized it was wrong <sighs> unfortunate <laughs> sucks to suck <laughs> i think i'm gonna get a thanks for your concern tattoo though i was gonna and then i got something else but i did get ta- a tattoo which you get I, oh my god okay i, I haven't showed you no I'm yadded. Okay. La, la vida te da sorpresa. So, funny story is <laughs> I've been a bitch about getting... Once upon a time, I thought I was going to be fully tatted, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, dimple piercings, LA ink, full send. Uh, I was like 10. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, that did not happen. Uh, yeah. Basically, I don't have any tattoos. Now I do. And then I, I just like overthink ideas. And I don't trust like people to carry them through in my skin forever. So I had been a bitch about it. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking get a tattoo in like our previous episode. So yeah, that's what I did. I texted my friend. I was like, you want to go with a tattoo? She said, yeah. She found a spot. I said, okay, I'll see you there in a couple of hours. And I was like, what the fuck am I going to get? I was like, okay, I'm going to get things for your concern. Ellen and I just talked about this. And then on my way there, I was like, I don't know. I was like, ah, 
actually, I want to get something about that represents like my life mm-hmm. and my dad. So on my way there, I started to think about what represents my father and like the connection we have and how much he believes in me, but also tells me not to fuck up, you know, to keep me in check, yeah. to keep me in line, keeps it real with me. And so I started to listen to salsa music. And then, yeah, this is a, just a quote from one of his favorite songs. How beautiful. Yeah. And when I see it, I smile because it salsa music to me feels like a hug. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Does he so like it? Tattoo story. He loved it. Okay. Oh. If you think if you think I'm conceited, my father, my father was like, ah, you got us too for me. I love it. <laughs> you know, he was like, ah, and my favorite artist and my favorite song. So yeah, no, he was over the moon. That's good. But yeah, yeah. So there's some good. Th- if the tattoo is something good to you, regardless of what it is and how it ages, you know, be cringe, be free. And, and at the end of the day, I love all my tattoos. Honestly, yeah. There's not a single one that I like don't like. And honestly, I don't even look at them that often. I sometimes forget how yatted I am. You know. You are. Yeah. That one's big. I know. Her, the forearm one's big. It's cute though. I like it. Yeah, and you know what? I just bought some peonies from this girl, and she's like a fourth-generation peony farmer in Monroe. That's very unique. You, you meet exciting people every day. <laughs> yeah, really. All right. <laughs> okay. Points of being of the episode is really just be yourself and be cringy as fuck. There's Obviously, there's ways to be cringy bad. There's so many ways to be cringy like that are positive. Mm-hmm. Like, be romantic with your partner, with your family, with your friends. Just show them love. Like, if you want to make out in public go make out in public be that disgusting couple in the gym that just second phase <laughs> you say that and i i am that couple yeah you're sucking phase of the gym you um, held out you held out all these cringy moments <laughs> oh my god i mean we kiss you're that couple we kiss through masks that's how cringy it is we give each other kisses through masks because you know covid's still real so we wear masks yeah. to the gym and we kiss through the mask it's disgusting that's beautiful I know. Well, I remember when I used to kiss through masks. Another lifetime. I know, I was right? Free. Yeah. Yeah, and this is it. I mean, I mean, I love a good friendship post. Like, I love seeing friends appreciate each other on Instagram. I really fucking do. These people are my life. Show them. Tell them. Expose them. Yeah, be cringy good, not cringy bad. Like, Christian no, Walker good. is, like, cringy bad. <laughs> Yeah. Another way is by, you know, the love languages or a little surprise party. Just show people you care. Show people some love. Let's say gifts. Gifts are really underrated. They don't have to be big. They don't have to be huge. But like you're allowed to like give people stuff just when you like think about them or when you see something that reminds you of them. That's beautiful. Those are my favorite gifts. When somebody's like, it's random. It's not on my birthday. It's not on anything. Mm. They're like, I saw this. I thought of you. I got it. And it can be the smallest thing. But I have kept every single little knickknack. I think like Ella one time gave me a Buffalo Exchange like um, fan. <laughs> but it, like, it had the picture of this like girl, this like Mexican girl. But she was like kind of a badass. And she just goes, I got you this. And I was like, what the fuck? I literally don't remember that. Well, I remember it. That's I still crazy. have it. Okay, this was years ago. And she was just like, I'm excited to remind me of you. And I was just like, ah, I am a badass Mexican bitch. Thank you. <laughs> um, and also just be cringe with yourself. Geek out on what you love and express it. Because why the fuck not? Life is too short. Yeah, like you don't have to be embarrassed that you like Twilight. <laughs> Ella certainly isn't embarrassed <laughs> of how much she likes Twilight. Yeah, be yourself. And even if other people think it's cringy, that's perfect. The more cringe, the better. 
the more give us full cringe give it all and I think like this is also good in relationships if you're starting to see somebody and you're holding back because you don't want them to think you're weird or like you just don't want them to see your your quirks whatever show them fuck it like be the most passionate version that you are about yourself because at the end of the day it's like they get to see who you are and hopefully they can match that energy and you get to see who they are and you can either really fucking vibe or you can really not and then you save some time yeah and you know i think for a really long time i like was looking like i i wanted to be like a pick me you know what i'm saying and so i was like forming myself to be more attractive to men and then the person that I'm dating now, dude, he knows I'm cringy. He knows that I'm fucking weird as fuck because I've always been myself. You know, you will find someone who will appreciate your cringy. So if you don't have friends or family or a partner who appreciates the full cringe, you could just wait. You'll find people. You will. Cringy people and find each when other. when you show your, they really do, but you got to show it. Exactly. Sure. <laughs> All right. I love the positivity. Well, right. We had a really positive episode. I didn't know where this was going to go. Uh, right. But, um... <laughs> Plugs of the week. Plugs of the week. So I actually found this creator. They were at Black Arts Fest, and it's called Undefined Clothing. And basically... Um, it's undefined by stereotypes. So they have really cool um, like sayings. And I would say they're like athleisure. Um, and you can find them at underscore undefined clothing on Instagram. And um, yeah, black on business. Super cool. Super cool. I'm going to have to check it out. All righty. Well, my plug of the week goes to Cutie Crochet. Crochet. <laughs> it's a hard word. Um, and you can find them on TikTok at Cutie with a K, Crochet. Or you can check out their website. Actually, they have an Etsy at Cutie Crochet Georgina. Um, really, I didn't know that there was a whole world of crocheting that I didn't know about. But this is the coolest freaking stuff I've ever seen. Honestly, I like there's tons of accessories and like the most fun pants I've ever seen in my life. I'll post about them so you all can check it out. And yeah, go check out Cutie Crochet. All right, everybody. Stay cringe. Stay free this summer. Drink your waters. Mm-hmm. Shoot your shot. Go buy the things you like. If you're a maximist, live it up. You know, make sure you go review and rate the podcast. Follow us on social media. You can find us. Thanks, the number for your concern. And I'm personally at LLTutor. And I'm at Bernice ADSM. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.